This is Speaking of Speaking. Quick tips and tools to take you from stage fright to spotlight. This podcast gives you an inside look from the world of public speaking and the speaking secrets you need to be bold from the stage, no matter what business you're in. The host of Speaking of Speaking, Carl Richards. Thank you, Matt. Episode 28 of the Speaking of Speaking podcast. It's also part four of our speakers checklist that we've been talking about for the last few episodes. And this is before you get to the venue. What are some of the things you need to do? Well, obviously, you have to put your talk together. That's one thing that I've mentioned more than once over the last uh, several episodes. But there are some things that you definitely want to make sure you are remembering or that you're making a checklist for before you leave to remember to do these things. Number one is make sure that any handouts, if you are using handouts, any handouts at all that you will be presenting to your audience, make sure they are ready, whether they're postcards or whether they're notebooks or whether they're even just pens, whatever it is that you're going to be handing out to the audience, all of those things are ready and easily accessible. So when you get to the venue, it's easy enough to hand them out and distribute them or have your meeting planner help you do that. I've seen people get to the get to the venue and postcards out of, aren't out of their packaging yet or pens are still in the box uh, books are still, if they're still in the packaging that they came in when they were shipped, make sure all that stuff is ready and you have things all organized. Number two, this is a big one. I'll talk about this in more detail on a future episode. But number two is know your slide deck. I can't emphasize that enough. What tends to happen, and this is why I'm going to take a whole episode, maybe two, of a future podcast or two to cover this in more detail. What tends to happen is people will write their slide deck and then they'll make notes around it. That's actually the backwards way of doing it. What you should be doing is writing your talk and then figuring out what slides you might want to use to enhance your presentation. If you don't need slides, don't use them. I I quite often will say that. And I know people get upset when I say that because sometimes we use them because everyone uses them, right? Well, we're we're done with slides. It's all about you. It's you know, and it's it's harder to be authentic when you're using your slide deck or you're hiding behind your PowerPoint. So make sure that if you are using a slide deck, though, that you know it inside and out. To go along with that, make sure you test all audiovisual equipment, such as your laptop, your screen, your projector, whatever it is. And if the meeting planner is providing that for you, then you make sure you bring a backup just in case. It's easier to bring a backup on a USB and plug it in than to try and figure out what could possibly be wrong with wires and cables and why isn't this working right. The other thing, too, is know whether or not it's Mac or PC. I've seen that happen where I'll show up expecting it to be PC. I'm a PC guy, although I have a spouse that really wants me to be a Mac guy. But I have a PC. I usually use PowerPoint. But I'll go to the meeting, and then what's there is a Mac. Well, that's problematic if I've done everything in PowerPoint, and maybe it's not convertible. So make sure you you know what you're working with audiovisual-wise, you know your equipment, and you're bringing the backup just in case. The other thing you want to do ahead of time, and I say do this ahead of time so that there are no surprises, arrange for a sound check sometime after you arrive. So arrange for that ahead of time so that when you do arrive, 
you know when you're doing your sound check, you know where you're doing your sound check, and that way you know ahead of time also what mics you'll be working with. Whether you're working with a handheld or a headset mic or a lapel mic, it makes a difference because think about it logically. If you are holding a microphone in one hand and in the other hand you're you're holding a clicker for your PowerPoint, how do you now engage the audience? You've got both hands filled with things, right? So, so you need to know how you're going to be able to engage the audience using your hands. And if both hands have something in them, that could be problematic. And that's a good time to find out if there's going to be a lectern, if you're speaking from the lectern, if the PowerPoint deck is set up, and all those things. So ask these questions ahead of time. And a good way to, to start that process is to arrange for the sound check. Ask what mics. Ask about the setup of the room as well. Is it classroom style? Is it auditorium style? Are they round tables? Are they square? Are people standing? I know it might seem a little bit unusual that people might be standing during your presentation, but I have given talks where people have been standing the entire time. It's been more of more of a cocktail hour, and the meeting planner brought me in to give a talk. And if I'd known that they were all going to be standing, I might have arranged my talk a little differently. Hindsight being 2020. That's why I always make sure I ask that question ahead of time. What's the setup? Classroom, auditorium, people standing. What's the layout of the room like? Are they round tables or square? The reason why I ask that is so I know how people can arrange their chairs so that they can then see the stage or see the front of the room correctly. And finally, have a written copy of your introduction. Now, I know in our digitally driven world, we tend to send things back and forth through email, and it's not a bad thing. It's it's great that technology saves us that way. But as a person who's emceed events, sometimes the meeting planner doesn't hand me the introduction, or I forget to print it. It happens. Or I'll print it off and leave it on my printer and, and I'll leave. <laughs> Let's face it. Mistakes will happen. But the best thing you can do as a speaker is to have a handwritten copy of your introduction. So that way the meeting planner or whoever the person is that's introducing you doesn't have to go hunting for it and doesn't look unprofessional flipping through their phone looking for the digital copy of it. I find sometimes a handwritten copy or a printout copy is better. So that way if I need to make additional notes, I can make them right on the paper. So there's a few things to do before you even get on the stage, before you even get to the venue. Make sure that you know exactly where things are at with your handouts, whether it's books or even just pencils and pens. Make sure you know where everything is and it's all ready to go. Know your slide deck. Test it. Test all the AV equipment. Bring back up just in case and arrange for a sound check. Ask what mics and where they are uh, where they are situated in the room. Ask about the setup. Is it classroom style, auditorium? Are people standing? Is it a big room? Is it a smaller room? Just so you know. And bring a handwritten copy of your introduction just in case the meeting planner or the person introduces you forgets to bring it because that'll happen sometimes. And it shows that you are professional and ready to go 100%. If you ever have a question, don't hesitate to reach out. Until next time, it's Carl Richards. Get out there and own the platform. Thanks for listening to the Speaking of Speaking podcast. Fired up about something you heard today? Want to learn more? Be sure to visit carlspeaks.ca. And don't forget to follow Carl on Twitter at carlrichards72 or join the Facebook group Speaking of Speaking. 